Hello, and welcome to the Cultivate Podcast with our hosts, Jennifer Howes and Amy Bloy. Both the Howes and the Bloys planted churches over 20 years ago in Atlanta, Georgia, and have a desire to see other women in ministry encouraged, equipped, and connected. Today's episode is on marriage and the importance of boundaries, quality time, and keeping it fun. Let's listen in. All right. Well, Amy, I'm so excited that we get to do this again. Yes, me too. This it's, is fun. It's fun. And we don't get to talk except for podcast days, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we did meet for breakfast. Yes. A couple Podcast and lunch days. Yeah. So that's fun. It's fun. All right. So what are you into these days? What's new that you have found? Okay. Well, this is not exactly new, but it's what I'm into. And it's stevia. Okay. It's a sweetener, and you can buy it in these little plastic things or okay. little packets. And I take it with me in my purse, and I'm a huge sweet tea lover. Okay. So I always get extra ice. It's always extra ice. Extra ice. Um, but I put this in my unsweet tea, and it makes it sweet. And then I I brought this. This is my little sign. And for those of you who are just listening, I'm going to read it to you. It says, Raisin Cookies. That look like chocolate chip cookies are the reason I have trust issues. <laughs> and this is in my pantry. That's so, so true. Um, yeah, I saw that and I thought that totally represents my love for chocolate chip cookies. But Stevia is in Lily's makes a chocolate chip. Okay. And they're crazy expensive. It's ridiculous. But they have no sugar in them and they're super yummy. Yeah. All Lily's right. chocolate chips. Okay. Milk chocolate chips All are right. the best ones made with stevia. That's what I'm into. What about you? What am I into? Well, one of the things that my family's not really happy about, but um, I decided this year not to do our traditional Christmas tree. <gasps> and this might be coming out after Christmas. I'm not sure. But I bought a new tall, slim tree that's. Is it flocked or frocked? Flocked. Flocked. Yes. <laughs> and then I bought ornaments just, and I didn't get out the homemade ornaments. And I just, it's a beautiful decorated tree. You. And I added cardinals to it. You're so, a bird person. Yes. And Jonathan said that's embarrassing. <laughs> but anyway, I'm in love with it. I so love it. I'll post a picture of it so everyone can see it. But I'm super proud of myself. You would Good think I'm you. a decorator. I'm not. But you would think by how my tree looks. That's that great. I am. So that was super fun. Good for you. I bought some little owls. Oh, and yeah. I put them on my tree. And I thought of you actually. You did, yes. Two days ago because you love birds. And my tree needed something that wasn't metal. And then I came home yesterday, and Gibson, our lab, had one of my owls chewed it up off my tree. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So today, we have a really good topic, Um, and we're talking about marriage. And marriage and ministry is, they go hand in hand when our husbands are full-time ministers. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I have learned to just love doing ministry together, but it Mm. takes a lot of work. Yep. And there's some tricks that we've learned. So Amy, how long have y'all been married? Um, So in a couple weeks, we will have been married 31 years. Okay. What about you? We will be in May. It'll be 29. Okay. Nice. But I remember um, when Jonathan and I started dating, we were both in college ministry, same ministry, but different campuses. And so we had gone out on a few dates, and then I kind of panicked because I was really loving what I was doing, mm-hmm. 
And it kind of felt like dating someone would get me off track and it wasn't the right thing. And um, the woman that was mentoring me at that time said, well, have you ever thought that God's plan for you would be to do ministry together, Mm -hmm. married with someone, just don't stress out about it. So that was good advice. And I kind of, I think she said that if it's the Lord's will, you'll be more fruitful married. Like, it's his will for you to be married and to serve yeah. and to do ministry. So That makes sense. I, I kind of took it on, but um, it's not always easy. And you guys, you guys are a great team. Thank you. Thank you. We, I feel like we are. I feel like there are times where um, it's all-consuming and out of balance. And so I feel like that is not, we're not a good team when that happens because then we're in the flesh some. But um but we do, we, we love doing ministry together. Mm-hmm. We're called to do it. So I think a challenge with that is for, for Brian and me is that we become business partners Oh, yeah. and, uh, our, our personalities are a lot alike. Like when we take the test, they're somewhat similar and, and we've kind of just learned how to work together and make things happen and, and go like really, really fast and, and be super busy and then we look back and go, wait, we're really great business partners, but what about like, like being best friends and right. lovers, you know, right. like you lose that in ministry. If you're not careful, right. you can, you can be really great at it, but you lose that personal, like emotional connection. And that's, I guess that's what I'm passionate about is, is still having a healthy, great marriage in the middle of trying right. to help everybody else's marriage. Right. <laughs> I know. And it does get hard, especially under stressful times. Stress could be because just the calendar is packed, uh-huh. like around Christmas time or certain seasons of the year. But also sometimes, just like anything else, like recently we've had several funerals back to back. So we're mm-hmm. ministering to people. And those, we love to be with people and help them in that. But you've never schedule a funeral. Like it comes right. on top of other things. Right. Um, and so sometimes it just gets really stressful. And it, we, a lot of times we'll be, it'll be the weekend, Friday night, and we're still talking about church. Mm-hmm. And so we'll look at each other and we'll be like, <laughs> okay, time out, no church talk. Yeah. Like starting. You have to do that. You have to do that. So sometimes like we'll say, okay, starting Thursday at five o'clock, because we're off Fridays. <laughs> There is no church talk until Sunday morning. And then we have nothing to talk about. (laughs) It takes us like two hours to kind of get into a groove of, okay, we do have other things that we can talk about. Like you have to be able to talk about your hopes and your dreams and books that you've read or places you want to go and movies you see and like other things in life other than church that you have to like cultivate this, this healthiness in your own in your own marriage. It used to frustrate me because Jonathan, he's a dreamer and he loves to talk about the future and buying the beach house. And I'm like, we'll never have enough money to buy a beach house. <laughs> but now I've learned like, go with it because yeah. it does get us talking about other things. Yeah. We're, we may never have money to buy a beach house, but it's not a waste because we're enjoying. <laughs> and well, you've got the palm trees in your yes, backyard we, right we now. Do. So that's like, that's a start. That's a start. Yeah. So that's definitely um, something that we have to force ourselves sometimes. Like, let's not talk about church for just a little while. Yeah. 
and make that decision. Um, I think one of the things that's been, I've been guilty of sometimes is not trusting God with things and wanting to control too much, like in our lives and in our families, and that ends up affecting our marriage a lot. Mm -hmm. So I've had to learn to just chill out, be still, and know that I am God. Yeah. And just let God work things out, whether it's our family, church, marriage. Like, give God time to work instead of Mm -hmm. me just jumping in um, and working, trying to work things out my way. That's good. When we got married, we wrote our own vows to each other. And so Brian's vows, in his vows, he said, I promise to be in charge of fun. And, oh, that's and awesome. I laughed like, in our well, I laughed through our wedding because when I'm nervous, I laugh and he cried. <laughs> so <laughs> two of us were, we were a little mess, but um, it was so sweet because looking back, he, he promised to be in charge of fun and he has been like all that's this awesome. time. And I think that's one of the best things probably about mixing marriage and ministry is just to have fun together, to keep having fun because things can get so serious. You know, and you're talking about funerals happen and life happens and ministry's heavy. And um, and you have to keep having fun like you used to when you were dating. Right. You know, we used to do all these fun things. We used to be happy and smiling. And there's a tendency, well, whether you're in ministry or not, but there's a tendency once you're married for a while, like you're not as fun and you're tired and you're out and ministry can burn you out and you have to you have to almost determine like make it a priority we're going to do fun things like you said not talk about the church we're gonna have fun and always have something planned like on the calendar this is fun right this is what we're gonna do this is one of the sayings that we've had in the last I would say three or four years is I don't care what so-and-so says or so-and-so does you and I, we're going to have a happy life. Yeah. You know, like our our happiness and well-being isn't determined by other people's choices. Yeah. You and I can choose. We're going to have a happy life. Yeah. We're going to do life together. We're going to have fun. We're going to make memories. We're going to go on fun trips. Um, we're going to love people well, and we're going to have a happy life, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you can determine that. Choose joy, I guess, would be another way. But mm-hmm. um, I, I remember one of our harder seasons. Typically in marriage, it's like one one person's doing all right and the other one's having a hard time and, you know, you can lift each other up. But right. a few years ago, both of us were in a, a really hard season. And um, I remember really struggling because I wanted – to make sure that we did what God wanted us to do. And Jonathan did, of course, too. But I, like I said, I was trying to control it again. And um, God really laid on my heart, like, you're married to Jonathan. You're not married to your ministry. You're not married to this church. You're married to him. Like, get him off the hook. And so I remember going to him and just saying, we can do whatever God calls us to do. Mm-hmm. and I'm on board. I'm married to you and not this church. And that mm-hmm. completely freed him up. It freed both of us up, yeah, actually. And during that time, God reconfirmed in Jonathan's heart, no, you're doing what I, you're 
I want you to be doing. But mm-hmm. I think um, keeping that in mind, sometimes I've lost focus that I'm married to like what we're doing yeah. together. No, I'm married to the man. Right. And wherever he wants to go and yes. whatever he wants to do, we can do, I don't know, it can be fun and do life together. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's 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 a challenge sometimes. And, and sometimes ministry becomes our project, you know, and it defines our life. And it's always cool to make your your spouse your project, you know, okay, to yeah. where I to where I'm saying, okay, how do I get to know Brian better? Because we I think, like oh, that. we know each other, you know, but you you change, right? Yeah. Like over the years, being married 29, 30, yeah. 31 years, you grow and you change so much. And if you quit like being a student of your husband, yeah. well, then you don't know him anymore. And especially when the kids leave and, you know, like you're an empty nester. And then you, we've, we've seen so many people who, you know, we sat at the ball field with for years and years and years, and it was all about either their job or, or in our case, ministry, right? And the kids, and then when the kids leave, you just look at each other and say, do I even know you? Yeah. <laughs> and and so if you just really make your spouse your project and try to get to know them all along the way, just study them and ask them questions. And it's kind of fun, yeah. really. You know, like you never stop learning each other. And if you do, well, then that's when things get sad and go off the rails you don't know each other anymore but I'm trying to do that I'm trying to find new things I don't know about Brian like something he likes and then I try to learn more about that right I know that one of the things that's really um sad is when people in ministry um their marriage doesn't work out Mm -hmm. or it doesn't um it doesn't stay the course. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many reasons, and every situation is unique. But what would you say? What are some like boundaries y'all have in place to where um, you protect the marriage? That's really good. Um, yeah, we have some friends that you know we've kind of walked with them through that, and it's always sad. And then it's a wake up call to the right. rest of us, right? To think, okay. Where could this go off the rails? Yeah, I jotted down a couple things about um, some boundaries. Um, I think the phone, when when I've talked to women who are struggling in their marriage, they hate their husband's phone. (laughs) It's like he loves the phone more than them. And we've tried to draw some boundaries um, about the phone um, and just him actually taking a day off and me taking for a long time it was his day off and then he said no this is your day off too you know we have to take a day off we have to have a day where like you said where we're not talking about the church or we can just have fun and just be us or we forget who is who who we are we're just like in ministry but that's not who who we are we have to have fun and be ourselves. and I think we've set boundaries around you know like he doesn't counsel women by himself he doesn't ride in cars and go to lunch with women alone I don't go you know I wouldn't just be with a man by myself um I'm not saying that there's something wrong with that I'm just saying for us that's probably not wise right because I look at where things go off the rails for people um you know I just don't ever want to like give the enemy an opportunity to jump in and and do something because I 
just wasn't wise. So right. just kind of stepping back and going, okay, where's some wisdom? And that he usually travels with somebody, you know, one of the guys on staff, if I'm not able to travel with him and just trying to set up some healthy boundaries like that. Um, yeah, we definitely have those rules. Like, and have you ever had like just a gut feeling that this is not a healthy relationship for you to, you know, so when we first moved here, we were trying to meet everyone we could and um, we were new to the area and I, I've only had twice in our whole marriage like a bad vibe about something and I've just said, uh-uh, I don't, you know, do, do not, that woman sets off a vibe. So it's not like I'm this jealous woman, but like, you know, that, and we've communicated that as well but we don't text you know if we're like yesterday we were in a group text with um a couple but we couple instead of the me texting the husband Mm -hmm. the four of us are in a group text yeah uh which ended yesterday and Jonathan and the husband texting back and forth something ridiculous that I did not want to be a part of and I'm like how did I get in this group text (laughs) It's your little um, boundary you set yes, up. Yes, but that was a boundary we set up, and we just were super careful about it, and we don't counsel people, um, and it it's really served us well. I have had a friend recently who um, they got in a situation where they were good couple friends, and mm-hmm. then it some inappropriate things happened between the husband and the wife of the other couple, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they had to cut it off. But it starts yeah. innocent but For enough, sure. but the devil wants to get yeah. foothold. Yeah, his whole goal is still kill and destroy, right? Divide. He yeah. wants to ruin your marriage and your kids and your family and destroy your church. Yeah. And sometimes we don't think about that, but we certainly do have to have a plan. I mean, I don't want to be ignorant. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be oblivious, just like, you know oh, what? come ruin my marriage, because right. I haven't even thought about how to protect it, right? Well, you have and to you, protect can, it. you can never think that you're above that. Right. Like, we would never oh, have an affair. We would never, yeah, whatever We're all human. And, We're all human, yeah. Which, which just reminds me how much we have to stay in God's word, right? Exactly. Like, if we are so busy teaching other people, you know, God's word that we're not in it ourselves that's where we get all of our strength and I read part of Beth Moore's well I did her study when godly people doing godly things and it was years ago but what I remembered from that was that yeah like Satan can just attack any of us and any of us can do something stupid and we just have to stay in his word and keep giving him control and I think finding our significance and our security in him you know even even sometimes I will tend to want to find all my importance or my significance or security in a person like like Brian and, and I have to go, no, I can't I can't find all that right. in him. Although he's amazing and I yeah. love him. I can't look to him to fill me with to fill right. this void that God put in our hearts that can only be filled by Jesus. Right. And we have to keep going back and getting filled by him. And I think that well, and that goes That's what keeps with, us from doing bad stuff. Um, you know, Brian and Jonathan, they lead growing churches. And I know that 
Brian ask your opinion on a lot of things. Jonathan mm-hmm. asked my opinion on a lot of things. And if I'm not studying the word, I'm not going to be able to give him godly advice. Yeah. So there have been a few yeah. times the past month or so that God's given me a word in my quiet time that, and I've sent him a text with the Bible verse that, and I was so glad that I had had the quiet time. So uh-huh. I was able I mean, it was for me too, but it was also for me to be able to give him a word that would encourage him in a busy day or to have perspective. Um, so that's, I really have to keep that in check too, because mm-hmm. I can easily have a bad attitude about stuff. But if I'm in the word, I'm less likely to influence. Yeah, that's good. In, in a different way. But um so tell me something like where what's y'all's favorite thing to do together? Like if you're in town, what's a fun like Friday? What, well, what I was going to say our favorite thing is to travel out of town. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, agreed. <laughs> no, let's see. If we're in town, we, I would say that growing up and being young in ministry, we were never allowed to watch like go to the theaters and watch certain <laughs> movies and so we have spent the last couple of decades making up for it and so we love movies we love okay, to do that yeah. we exercise together he exercises a lot and I exercise a little but we like to do that and we certainly love to travel together yeah we're always planning the next trip That's you know fun. the next thing that we're gonna do together even if it's just like a one-day thing like right. over Thanksgiving we we popped up to Boone and Blowing Rock. I think just going places we've never been yep. and doing something like that together and eating, oh gosh, yep. eating good food. We like. What about you? We feel like going out of town expands your brain. Like seeing something you've never seen, it helps relax. Yeah. It mm-hmm. helps, you know, it's a distraction in a way, a healthy distraction to like get your mind at ease. We like to hike. So for our 20, 20th anniversary, we went to... Um, Banff, which is in Canada, the Canadian Rockies. Oh, wow. And we we bought, like, legit hiking clothes and shoes. We were complete nerds. We completely <laughs> goobed out. But we hiked all through Banff. We loved it. And so since then, we've tried to go to different, you know, nice. national parks. But also, if we're in town, we'll go somewhere, drive up to Chattanooga even, or just go someplace fun, go hike, so... It's kind of we get do outside. like to eat too. get outside mm-hmm. for sure, um, but yeah, we have a lot of fun doing things. So I guess encouragement to our young people in ministry and maybe old people in ministry: mm-hmm. keep the marriage a priority. Yep, take days off, have fun, mm-hmm. make your spouse your project. I, I love that. Yeah, get to know your husband again. We gave each other a quiz one time. I made up these <laughs> quizzes and I said, and I thought to myself, you know, I talk and sometimes maybe he's not really listening. He's probably not going to really do well in this quiz. But anyway. How'd he do? He did great. Okay, I was the one go. that didn't do well. You know, we like my favorite this, my favorite that, you know, uh, my first car, my, you know, we just had yeah. all these trivia, fun questions. And so we were driving and I would ask him all these questions. And I was shocked. Like, he knew all these things, and so that kind of became my goal. I'm going to learn more stuff about him. I love it. You know, stuff that that even when he's growing and changing as a person, yep, keep having fun, and 
and you have to prioritize. I would say to our listeners, you have to prioritize your marriage over your ministry for sure. Yep. Like what you said, it's us. Like it's the two of us for the long haul. That's right. And that's what you have to invest in more. Thank you for joining us today on the Cultivate Podcast. It is so important to never stop having fun in your marriage. Life can get crazy with kids and your job and everything that life throws at you. But I beg you to keep going on date nights. Find that quality time together no matter what it takes. Speaking of whatever it takes, do everything you can to keep the marriage sacred. No one is above adultery. It can happen to anyone. You have to keep your guard up and have boundaries. Your marriage is the greatest relationship you will have here on earth. Treat it like it. We hope that this episode leaves you feeling encouraged or inspired. Be sure to rate this podcast and share it on social media, and we will see you on the next episode.